The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent, including Olas Media. Olas Media. Olas Media is proud to present this simulcast episode of Reason 55 with Steph B. Featuring Dr. Leroy Brady from Cannabis Enlightened. Doc, look. <laughs> hey, hey, look, man. I, I'm happy to see you again, man. I'm happy to. I, I'm looking forward to this conversation. Um, yeah, and trying to remember what we <laughs> what we talked yeah. about three months. Is it three? No, it's oh, it's almost five months ago. See there? See there? You don't want to remember when it was, man. <laughs> But, but I do, I do remember that um, uh, when I came in the room, you were already already sitting there, and uh, I saw the side because I think I was sitting at the side, kind of side back of you, and I said to myself, "Who is this young man?" And um, I, I think at the break I was introduced to you, and um, I think uh, JC, our producer gave me some background and I was certainly impressed with um, you know your background, your athletic background um, and that you, you were getting ready to go to the Olympics um, <laughs> before you suffered an, an injury and um, that you had been working in law enforcement for um, a number of years. I don't know if you're still working in law enforcement or if you have um, moved on to the retirement boat you know, Doc. Look, that, first off, thank you, young man. I, 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 I accept that, Doc. I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> now, can you tell my body that? <laughs> well, well, I, I, you know, the last time we met, uh, you didn't. You weren't starting the hairstyle that you have right now. Uh, well, no, it's been. I've been rolling with this now for about three and a half years really um uh, three and a half years yeah yeah i when i retired okay. from from cdcr i i had started the uh uh buntu knots and right, right. was just kind of like you know what i don't have to wear a gas mask anymore i don't have to worry about <laughs> all this fitting and all this madness man i'm gonna do me you know i, I for yeah, I, I you know, I left college, went to the right. Marine Corps, and my dad was a Marine, so you know, he always had a relatively clean cut. Um, Mine too. And conforming to that sort of military standard. Mm -hmm. right. So, I left left college, went to the Marine Corps left the Marine Corps, went to corrections, another paramilitary structure. Yeah. Um, which actually I got some issues, man. And at some point we're going to talk about <laughs> that too. Uh, <laughs> but then at the end, after 35 years, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I like my hair and um, you know what? Let's see what we can do. So okay. it's been stretching out, Doc. And, okay, you, know, you, it... <laughs> you put me in mind of when I started mine about uh, 15, 20 years ago, I think. And you can see that, you know, this oh, yeah. is, you know, I wear it in a different style now, but, um, you know, I had it coming all the way down like the, uh, it was the Jesus look in, in, in the very beginning. But yeah. you, you put me in mind of when mine started, the, the little bitty, um, uh, coils, little bitty coils, and yeah. I, I, I swear, Steffi, I thought they would never grow. <laughs> I thought they would never grow. And the lady that did my hair, I went to her one time and I said, is there anything you can do to help me to get them longer? And she said, she said, that's not going to be a good look on you. I said, what do you mean? I said, because if I make them look longer, I'm gonna have to add extensions. And I don't think you wanna go that road, that road. Mm. Because I think you want your own hair to grow long. So I said, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. But I will tell you this, Debbie, you know, I used to, 
and people that are listening to this, they will they will get into this. Wash my hair at the bathtub. You know, kneel down at the bathtub and wash your hair. So one day I was I bent down to wash my hair, and lo and behold, out of the side of my my eye, I could see my hair. <laughs> you know, so I said, "Okay, I have arrived. I have arrived." Okay. Hey, well, let me ask, Doc. Yeah. What? Why? Why? What? 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 What was it about your hair that you just you were like, you know what? Let it grow. Well, you know, we may have to start working together more and more because I was just thinking, the reason why I I wanted to go into the dreadlocks in the first place. Mm-hmm. was because my my background was kind of similar to yours, although not military or paramilitary. I've always been in education, mm-hmm. uh, very conservative, uh, you know, at the time I started off. Yeah. And um, I, couldn't, I couldn't do that. As a matter of fact, one of the things I did, I had my hair really close, close cut, mm-hmm. and I wore earring, okay? Mm. Um, I got an earring done on one of my birthdays. Yeah. Then the next year, I did the other ear. So I had two earrings, and I'm teaching college in the classroom. And then I decided I would grow these dreadlocks. And step B, for a a young man that's trying to be serious and make a a point in life professionally, Two earrings and these long dreadlocks was too much for people. <laughs> so something had to go. I, I wasn't cutting the hair. So the earrings I, had I to earrings go. Out, two earrings out. But what I wanted, I always wanted the, you remember Ashford and Simpson? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay, so uh, Ashford was the man, right? Yes. Okay, I loved his hair. Okay. Remember he had long hair, that long yeah. hair? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, his was straight, but, but I love that look. And I said to myself, if I ever get the opportunity, and um, I had the opportunity towards, um, I guess, as I got into teaching mm-hmm. and got to be permanent, you know, yeah. I wasn't on probation anymore. Right. <laughs> I started to let my hair grow. So wow. it, it's just, I always wanted longer hair, always. Well, let me ask you this, Doc. What is it about yeah. our appearance, our ability to 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 change that seems to cause other people discomfort? And I, I or, or let me let me rephrase that. Okay. Do you find that your appearance today? causes other people discomfort? I, I don't, not today as much as I think it used to. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm going to have to get cultural with you. Come on. Okay. <laughs> That's what that, we do, right? <laughs> when we show up, there is a certain amount of threatening that happens. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm the same size. I think you're about 6'3", six, 6'4", six, maybe. 6'2", yeah. Six yep. two, okay. Yep. So, big black man walk into a room, right? And you walked into the door. You walked in. You walked into the door. So everybody that's there can't leave right now, <laughs> right now, right? Because you're at the door, right? So, how do you turn? How do you turn down the anxiety and and maybe the stress that's in them because yeah. uh, a black man walked in? Yes. So, you know, for me, it was, how do I make myself look welcoming, quote unquote, intelligent, you know, without without making people feel uncomfortable? Yeah. Um, Part of that I achieved um, because I, I, you know, I worked for my PhD, I got a PhD. So, you know, from time to time, people refer to me as doctor. That gives them a sense of security. They say, okay, he, he, he's okay because he went through the educational system. He's not a real radical. He's not, I'm going to go back and get Black Panther. He's not a Black Panther. He's not a revolutionary. 
Which, which, okay, because I, 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 I do, I, I do agree that yeah. if we move through systems and we, we achieve some title, that there is this sense of assimilation or, or that people feel we've, we've accomplished to some degree. And that does set them at ease, but but if you don't know that about that individual and all you see is the six foot two black man, yeah, yeah, why does that how how or, or better yet, yeah, no, how yeah. do we get? people to stop judging the book Ooh. before ever even open before even cracking the wow. the yeah. the cover of it or, or even flipping it over to read the, <laughs> you know, read you, the you, back yeah. of it you use the very important j word judge yes because when 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 um when black people i think walk in a room there's a certain degree of judgment that happens. Boom, right off, right off the bat. Whether you're a man, a woman, a child, it just happens. Yeah. You know, um, something different just came in. So um, who, what is this person gonna say? What are they gonna do? And the D word, they're different. They're different. Yes. Yes. And, and, and I think that you're, you've been like me most of your life. When you walk into a room, most of the people are white. Yes. Okay. Yes. Pro probably except you were in corrections. <laughs> so I'm thinking, I'm thinking that in corrections, because I, I, did, I did some work in corrections myself. Yeah. Um, you know, years ago, and I've never seen so many black people in my life than when I went in corrections to do some work. Yeah. So, so you know, we're, we're different because we're not the same as the room that we've entered. And people, people already wonder, why is he here? Mm -hmm. What is he gonna say? What yeah. is he gonna do? Yeah. And, and in my mind, I've always, I always say, when I speak, I have to say something that sounds very educated, very oh smart. Oh my goodness, Doug. Very smart. Because, and, and, and a lot of people, a lot of brothers don't agree with me, I feel like I represent everybody. Uh, look, that point specifically, uh, I've been working on a project and, you know, just internal, it's my passion, mm -hmm. wellness. I have some people that are interested in helping me. Mm -hmm. Now, these are, of, uh, these are people of resource. Right. So I've been trying to figure out how to take what I naturally articulate very well, because I've steeped myself in this but they asked me for something in writing mm -hmm. and doc that ability to talk or present intelligently is uh is so challenging it because yeah. i i think you know i i i, I believe i because of this issue, I try, no, I do. I incorporate things that have traditionally never been considered for correctional officers mm -hmm. as far as wellness. Mm -hmm. And trying to find a way to keep this simple enough. Mm -hmm. I, I'll say, I'm going to wrap this up and say sure. my challenge is not sounding like it's some 
uh, thesis or right. so, right. but but keeping it at 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 the at at the operational level, keeping it grounded. Sure. Yes. Um, and so I, I I'm just I, I'm I'm, and I agree with you. I think that there are times and environments where we where we are viewed as representative. Yeah. And and if we don't shine, we don't excel, then it's it's a stumbling block for anybody that may look like us right. that enters that room at some later point. If I can use this phrase, Steffi, it's it's an unnecessary burden that we bear. Amen. I know I shouldn't feel this way when I come into a room, but I do. Um, I agree. Which, which uh, harkens me back to when, when our producer, JC, he, he talks about you all the time. Before we met, he was talking about you. So I said, I got to meet this guy. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> I got to meet this guy. Because when I said grounded, I was thinking about you because uh, about him and talking about you because he said, um, Dr. Leroy, you're grounded. You know, Steph B is grounded. You, you both have a podcast. We need to get you guys together. I mean, he said that more times, you know, it's almost like I was at times I could put my hand up to him when he started. To, I said, JC, you said that already. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when I met you in Hawaii, I, I was thrilled to be able to sit down with someone that was as grounded as, as I am. And um, as we started talking, you know, as I thought back, you know, when I got back to my room, I started thinking about the episode that we did. Yeah. It was almost like we had been friends for years. Yeah, absolutely. And, and but I, I, I think that that is we. I don't think we're that far apart in age at all, uh, Doc. Even though you, you, I. Yeah, 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 you you complimented me and called me a young man. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but I think that because of our experiences, yes. we share some very similar um, challenges, if mm -hmm. you will. Uh, I believe that generationally, we probably have some of the same um, social right factors right that we faced uh and and had and and had to overcome absolutely uh, yeah and then in business yeah you know i i i, I mm, yeah you know you you drop you drop so many good words man overcome i mean that's even part of the the song right the negro national anthem you know yeah, we shall overcome um and 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 that's what i feel like um happens to people um, like us yes. all throughout our our careers. Um, and, and if you take age aside, I can just look at our experiences. You use that word, the E word, yes. our experiences. I mean, I have not been in the military, but I grew up in a military family. <laughs> and Man, I don't know which is worse. <laughs> I can't the tell family. You. Because there's more judgment in oh, that oh family. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, my father was in the Navy. Um, he was a chief, you know, Navy. Oh. And um, for umpty ump years. Yeah. And I shined more shoe, more shoes. I mean, one of the things that, that I I didn't want to do when I left home is shine nice another shoes. shoe. <laughs> and then and then, you know, you went into corrections and I went into education. I think those are conservative. Some people may say that, well, maybe corrections is paramilitary, but it still is conservative. I mean, very much so. You wear a uniform. Yes. You can't walk. You can't walk in there just looking any kind of way. Maybe the standards have changed a little bit now. A little bit, but I, you know, there's more variety of uniforms. Yeah. But yeah, you're still yeah. in a uniform. Yeah, and, and and you still represent when you walk in. Absolutely. Yeah. So I feel I feel like we've we've we have similar experiences that led us to where we are. I agree. And, um, and, and I guess that's one of the reasons that, that our producer said, we need to get you guys together. 
But, you know, one of the things that, and we may have to pick this up again later because um, uh, we're, we probably will run out of time soon, but I'm kind of interested in what brought you to wanting to do a podcast? Because that's what I've been thinking about myself as I came into this arena and said, I want to do Cannabis Enlightened. I, yeah. I want to do a podcast. And, and I just want to know what, what was your reason? Why did you want to do a podcast? Uh, wow. Um, I, 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 I told you earlier, I expressed my difficulty converting my thought to writing, okay. but I had, I, I can, I, I doc, as you, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you can tell I can ramble very well. <laughs> um, and I've also had the, the blessing to have met some incredible people throughout time mm -hmm. and engaged in some just deep thought-provoking inspiring and moving conversation right and then you try and turn and in that other person's absence mm -hmm. express that to someone else yes and it, it just it it, it 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 the value of it isn't lost but that that personality of the individual you don't give it enough justice so i thought you know i would i and this was i gotta thank jc and chad for you know coming to me and saying hey you know because i do believe i don't know what anybody else's beliefs are and i'm not pressing anybody's mine on anybody but i believe that i am moved inspired and and uh directed by god and i've been put on a path to amen. do whatever my mission is amen. in life and jc and chad were the confirmation that you need to share these conversations you've been having with people mm -hmm. with other people so that they can see where they can apply energy, passion, love, and concern in similar areas. So, hey, I, I, like I said, Doc, I can ramble. No, I, 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 no, I agree. I agree with you um, 100, 101%. I listened to several of your episodes um, for, for several reasons. One reason was to, was to figure out who you, you, know, who you are. And, and then another reason is uh, to improve myself. Oh wow! Okay? And and I, I I listened to the one that comes to mind. You were interviewing either a sitting or a retired council person. And oh, Senator Wright. Probably so. Yeah. Yes. And and yes. I, I was just taken by the ease with 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 which you came into that conversation and how you were you know asking him questions and he was responding and just he, he gave more information than perhaps you had asked and then you redirected him back i mean it, it was masterful it was masterful so i mean whatever you got you really got it <laughs> no dog look i i i attribute it to having people such as yourself that because look, my the primary purpose of Reason 55 is humanity. Mm -hmm. It's to show people other people's humanity. Right. So having individuals like yourself, like Senator Wright, like uh, Jody Lewin, like, oh, the one that's coming up, oh my goodness. Or or I actually it just came out okay. uh with with Dr. Stern. Okay. Man. Brother, I um, so yeah, I, 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 that's the whole premise of this and the ability to just talk and allow. And this time I'm talking more. <laughs> so, hey, look, I, I, I think I, my listeners would absolutely love to know more mm -hmm. about you. Uh, because the one thing that I did see about you is that you are, were a highly 
rated professor. Wow. So that speaks volumes to me about your ability to connect with with people, to share, disseminate information in a way that's relevant and and uh, and um. Oh, I'm I'm blanking on the word that they, they, they absorb it. Right, I, I I get you. And you know the the interesting thing about that, Seppi, is that I didn't set out to do that. Mm. I, I just set out to educate people, to educate people the best way I could. And um, it 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 hasn't been it it wasn't until um, I retired and people contact me. And they say, Dr. Brady, you know, I, I, I really appreciate, you know, the thing, because I taught business courses. Yeah. I really appreciate the business courses you taught because I used them. I, I went into business and I remember the things you said about marketing, about human resources, about how to start a business. And I applied those and, and they worked. And, you know, me and my, I mean, I live in this small world, I'm thinking, I'm just doing what I think is the best thing to do. I'm just doing what I think is right. Yeah. And that, that people use it, I'm, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted. So that when I left the college teaching business, mm -hmm. I got into uh, cannabis uh, in terms of teaching the business of cannabis for about four years mm -hmm. at City College before I left. Yeah. And I found the thing that I found that was totally amazing there was a couple of things. One was the class was always filled. I mean, more than 40, sometimes 55 people would be in the class. For the business. The business, cannabis. just the business of, of cannabis. And what I found I had to do was I couldn't teach really the business of cannabis in terms of how to start a cannabis business, but mm -hmm. I had to teach people what cannabis is. Really? They didn't know. They didn't know. And people still don't know. What is cannabis? What does it do? Mm -hmm. How do I take it? Will it kill me? Can I overdose? Yeah. Um, do I have to smoke it? Can I, can, I, can I take it any other way? So you're talking about literally ABCs of cannabis. That and still, still right now, really? uh, a lot of the things I do on, on my uh, podcast on Cannabis mm -hmm. Enlightened is to educate people about cannabis because, you know, unfortunately, it's still a schedule one drug, which essentially says as far as um, um, DEA is, it, it doesn't have any medical benefit. And, and yeah, that, that's exactly right. That's wait, exactly wait, right. come on, doc. It's well, <laughs> I'm going to do to you what I do to my listeners. Do the research yourself. Just go, just do schedule one. Mm -hmm. Just do DEA and look at the schedule one and you'll see cannabis there. They say cannabis and marijuana. They do that. And under schedule one, it's the drug under that category has no medical benefit. Drop the mic, go home. And, and I've been fighting that. I've been fighting that and um, the probably 50 plus years of the war on drugs uh, where they have demonized, demonized can uh, uh, cannabis. I've been fighting that. And I try to get, you know, getting people to turn that corner has been so hard. Okay. Yeah, and see, this is one of the questions. I don't normally prefab questions, but <laughs> I, I, I was waiting for this opportunity to talk to you about this. And Jay, you're going to have to give us a little more time, bro. Because <laughs> this, okay, all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, the big manufacturers are interested in cannabis. and. Mm. All of these cats that have criminal records, yeah. the 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 society. Well, let's backtrack for a second. Sure. sure. Why? And and maybe I don't know if you know this, but I'm gonna put it out there. Why was cannabis 
marijuana made basically demonized? Why was it why was it outlawed if if you know? I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that with one word, politics. Politics. Really? If you if you want to run for an office, that there are a couple of things that you gotta say to the public that you are really strong on crime. Right. And you don't want drugs in the hands of our children. Okay. Am I right? Am I right? Yes, absolutely. So what is the low-hanging fruit as far as drugs are concerned? It's not heroin. It's not cocaine. Mm. It's cannabis, in which they call, and if, if they really want to make a point and they want to further demonize cannabis, they'll say marijuana, weed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mary Jane. Okay. Um, which it has been called those names. And, and, and I have friends that are, are supporters of cannabis, but for years they've called it marijuana or weed and they continue to do that. I always want to refer to it as cannabis. Um, and it, it, it's, it's politics, it's politics. And um, we're, we're, I think we're in the middle ground right now where, where it is uh, legal in some states mm -hmm. that vote it to be legal. Yes. Uh, either medical or recreational or both. And, right. and, and as you know, in California, it's, it's legal both. And, um, you know, more, I will say this, more and more people are starting to realize that cannabis does have medical benefits. But there are still others that say, oh, no, if, if, I, if I take some cannabis, the next thing you know, I'll be on heroin. Wow. So the, the whole gateway. Oh, yeah, the gateway. And I say to that, to that, I say, yeah, just like milk is a gateway to alcohol. <laughs> so if you drink alcohol, good, next thing you know, you're going to be drinking bourbon. <laughs> um, so I mean, it's um, it is a fight that that that's uh, going to be long. I don't think you know it's going to be easy. I think that there are big money companies, big money individuals who yep. got on the train uh, back in what uh, 2015 when it was legalized. Yeah, and they started down that road, and I think um, in their minds they had more of. I need to make money. So it's, it's the old, it's the old greed. It's the old greed thing. I don't think a lot of them thought about the benefit it would have to the public. And, and it, hey, Jay is reading my mind. I am literally at that point that you just said, how do you take the profit component, the greed of these corporations, and then insert or, or get society to understand there's a need for social equity now that you have rebalanced this evil perceptual right. <laughs> to, right. to some corporate good now all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, and you know, you, 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 uh, you, you enter, you know, you bring forth a lot of good words, the social equity part of it, um, is just now coming to the, in the picture, social equity, meaning, oh, where is the room for people of color and women, um, specifically people who have been harmed by the war on drugs, Absolutely. where is the space for them to get into the business? Yes. To, uh, yeah, to make some money. Yeah, I mean, business is all about, I mean, you know, if you're going in business, you got to make a profit or else what we're going to call are you it, doing it for, right? It is a non-profit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I, I mean, I, I think we're having to parcel that out little by little. And, and I like to think that my podcast is part of the solution to that, because yeah. I want people to understand cannabis first and then decide that either they wanna get in it. I think there are two terms that I use. 
plant, you know, plant touching and non-plant touching? Are you in the business where you sell cannabis mm -hmm. or are you in on the outsides of it that you support cannabis? Like, I mean, you can you can be in the cannabis business and work in human resources. You can be in cannabis and work True. in accounting. Right. You can be in cannabis and work in security. You know, your security guard. You don't touch anything. You don't touch any cannabis, but you make sure that when people come into a, a retail shop, they're not, you know, carrying any weapon. Right. Okay. So um, they're part of the infrastructure support. Yeah, the infrastructure. Very good. People have to get paid, you know, and, and you know, um, I don't I don't think it should come to, well, maybe it does come to a surprise to some of our listeners that because it's a schedule one and it's it's federally illegal. Mm -hmm. You can't you can't bank. You have a hard time banking. Your All money. right, Doc. Yep. See, now you're touching on the next subject. I wanted to get to the to the the economics professor on man. This whole Silicon Valley bank concept or, or mm -hmm. debacle that just happened. It, oh, yeah. it raises this question for me mm -hmm. of the individuals that do decide they want in on the business side of cannabis right and the inability of banking or access to banking and and you have to i i, I may be dated there may may have been some no. changes that so how does that work how do you there there have been some changes there are some um um banking credit union institutions that will bank you, but they, they're very careful, they scrutinize, you gotta cross all your T's and dot your I's uh, for them to bank with you. If you, remember that little thing, what you used to say, step on a crack and break your mother's break back. back. Yep. You, you do one thing wrong and the entity that's banking you will say, we're done, we're done. But there are some institutions, there are some uh, financial institutions that will bank now. Um, but I mean, you really have to do all that you can to be, um, a friend of mine uses the term transparent, as transparent as possible, right. or else, or else, you know, they'll cut you loose. So, I mean, you can talk to a number of people that have been in the cannabis industry, and they'll tell you that they've probably gone through, I'm gonna say five to 10 banks. Really? Because once a bank finds out they are in fact cannabis, they say, well, you know, we're, we're FDIC. Mm. And you're schedule one. And we can't bank you anymore, sorry. So they gotta go to another bank or they gotta put it in there. They gotta do like we used to do with our telephone bill. I got to put the telephone in, in somebody else's name. <laughs> uh, well, okay. I, well, actually, Doc, that that um, that's that's. I have something I want to talk to you offline about <laughs> on that topic. Um, it, but it, it drives the uh, again back to this equity. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's hard nowadays it's hard for a social equity applicant who is a person of color um uh, uh, female and if i don't say when i say people of color i include females but i um, i need to say females because i don't want i don't want any trouble <laughs> hey look man you talking about over half of the population brother yes. you you better be specific <laughs> yes, yes. people of color females getting into the business now typically we don't have the funds necessary to operate a cannabis business because it, it's it's multifaceted yeah. and it you know everything costs i mean if you are successful in getting a license from the city a city you're in or the county mm -hmm. it has it can only a cannabis uh, business can only go in certain places it can't be near a park can't be near a school you know there are those those restrictions so there are people that own those kind of properties. As soon as they find out that their property could be a location for a cannabis store, mm -hmm. 
if the rent was $5,000 a month, all of a sudden it goes to 10, 15, $20,000 a month. Okay, but wait, wait, hold on. Let me ask this. That property owner that leases that property yeah. to a cannabis distributor, whatever, how do they bank that money? Well, they're not directly dealing with cannabis. Come on, Doc. I mean, okay, well, well deal, deal with this. Deal with this, Steffi. Cannabis industry has to pay state, maybe county, but definitely federal taxes. You got to be... <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 yeah. wait. Wait, I can't put my money in your insured bank, mm -hmm. but... I have to pay you taxes on the money that yeah. I I'm doing a segment um, uh, in my second season that deals with um, where's the money going? Mm. Where's the money going? What is the tax? Where's the money? Where does the money go? Mm. A lot of people don't know the exact thing that came to your mind that the cannabis industry, uh, if you if you own a retail store, you gotta pay taxes. You got to pay federal taxes and you got to get that money to them based upon, you know, certain requirements. And it could be quite extensive. I mean, there's so much, there's so much in the way of a social equity applicant trying to be successful in business that, you know, the term choke a horse, it, it, it could choke a whole bunch of horses. I mean, you, you can just, you can be out of business in a minute. Doc. So it, it, it takes someone who is very strong, very determined, very passionate. And there are those social equity um, uh, applicants out there because we work with them. They're out there, they're passionate, they're really, I mean, they're really scurrying, they're, 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 I mean, they're hustling, trying to make it work. Well, that, that, that drives this question. If you don't know, but yeah. but let's say let's say you got a green thumb, <laughs> but you don't know how the business side of this works. How how do you find out? How do you do you you, you run through ten banks because you didn't know? How do you, how do people figure uh, that? Yeah, where they that's go? the other side of it. Yeah, there are regulations. There's taxes. There's regulations. There's requirements that you have to know. And, and chances are you have to have either a person or a department that is up on all the taxes hmm. and all the regulations that the state, um, the federal government, um, your local city, what they require. You have to be on top of that on a regular basis or else you can go out of business. Wow. So it, it is very hard. What you're thinking, I think, is that it is very hard for one person or even two people, if they you know, got partners, to go in business and, and keep up with everything. Yes. It, it's hard. Yes. It's wow. really hard. Um, and, and part of what my podcast does is to um, help people to understand that one fact, mm -hmm. that you need help. You need this cannabis business is not like T-shirt, you know, doing logos on t-shirts. Right, 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 right. I mean, you have more options, uh, more leeway making t-shirts than you do selling cannabis. Yeah. You know, I know because my dad and I printed t-shirts for a there while. There you go. So yeah. <laughs> printed Never ran a cannabis business, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you just can't you can't do a lot of that. You don't have the the tax breaks that you would have in a t-shirt business. Yeah. Um you 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 know t-shirt business or logo um, logos on shirts and things, you know, everybody would do that from right. from little kids to the preacher at the church. They, you know, I've seen preachers wear hats with their church logo on it, right? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not gonna find a preacher that's gonna endorse openly cannabis. You're just not. 
you know. That's a different kind of anointing oil, Doc. That's a different. <laughs> but but you know, every day, and I just just read an article just recently about um, a, a one of the cannabinoids, which is you know a term. It's 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 part of what they get from the cannabis uh, flower. Right. Has been has been discovered that it it's a new pain relief. Now, when I use that word, everybody bears into it, pain relief, because at a certain point in your life, <laughs> you, you, are <laughs> you come upfront and personal with pain. Absolutely. And, you know, you can get tired of taking, you know, the, the conventional pills and stuff, and yeah. it's not good for your, your liver. Yeah. Um, cannabis is natural. Look, I, 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 this I will freely I can cop to because I ain't a, I ain't a sworn officer anymore. anymore. <laughs> but my daughter, I, my sciatic. My mm. daughter brought me a uh, a roll on mm -hmm. that, doc. I, I, yeah. Anybody that's got issues with sciatic, mm -hmm. find you a shop. And get you get you a roll on a cream wow. anointment because yeah it's real absolutely I I agree and I you know I've been battling sciatica for the past um, nine maybe nine months and it's no joke oh no oh, it's no, no joke no. I mean uh, it 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 will literally take you to your knees. It, and that's it, and <laughs> and that's if you can get from from being horizontal, because I yeah when mine flares up, yeah thank God. Wait, I gotta find some wood, doc, because it's been a few months. Uh, yeah, I, that's that's not enjoyable. Yeah, but look, I I know JC's probably over there wringing his head. <laughs> Yeah, I see. I see him in the chat. He keeps putting us time and, and and telling us words we should use. <laughs> but you know what, Doc? Seriously, I I think we should make this like uh, maybe a a, a a a weekly or at least once a month. Yeah, I agree. We should with you. check in and just sit and I agree. talk about the latest because I agree. I, I number one, I dig talking to you. You know that. Oh, That's oh, <laughs> um, and plus you have a wealth of information that that I not I find personally valuable, but I I honestly believe both of our listeners, I obviously your listeners are are digging, but I think mine would find incredibly interesting and compelling. So um, no, you know, the thing, the thing that I learned, and I want to go back to very quickly to a comment I made, um, giving you some kudos, um, that I'm going to, that I'm going to start adopting and, and our producer has, I think, been urging me is that you give your opinion or your thoughts, your knowledge on various subjects. And I don't do that as much. You know, I rely on my guests to give them you know, the information. Um, so I appreciate, I appreciate what you do and I appreciate hearing, you know, you and it, it's helping me to be a better podcast host. No, Doc, no, we, we're helping each other, brother. That, that, <laughs> that's, isn't that the part of life that we all sort of depend upon is that connection, that, that those relationships, that makes well, life it, so it, much yeah, it's the phrase I use, help a brother, be a brother. Amen. Amen, Doc. <laughs> and, and, you know, before, before we leave, because JC is going to give us the old, it's time. Um, <laughs> my, my, you know, my, I know you have models on your, a motto on your shows, on your show. My motto is knowledge is power. Amen. And knowledge look. is power. And, and, you know, you can have all the money, you can have all the money you want. But if you don't know how to spend it, you know, you just, hey, you just made a contribution to somebody else's welfare. Well, it, it, here again, the, you know, the older we get, you know, the phrases our parents used to give us come back. My father used to, my mother and father used to say, a fool and his money. money. 
our soon separated. <laughs> 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 soon separated, Doc. A fool and his money. If you don't, if you don't have knowledge of how to spend it, that's right. Uh, you can be in trouble. That's right. And, right. and that's that's the model that I give on my show. And it, it's it's a motto uh, that anybody going into cannabis has to pay attention to the knowledge and and it changes it almost changes every day well and look doc i our motto over here reason is that we're going to be an evolution of hope we're going to have people that inspire you that give you reason to believe in humanity and to know that you're never alone in this fight of life and mm -hmm. that it's going to be challenging oh god but you don't have to do it alone and you don't have to make some of the it, depending upon one another we can help navigate some of those pitfalls mm -hmm. that other people have already you know dug themselves out of and we don't have to fall in them so we can always hope for a, a better humanity a better life so i like that i like i mean you you drop so many um so many important words that word of hope um we, we, we're gonna have to talk about that i mean i believe in hope i really do i believe in hope but there are words that people use that are without power and, mm. and one of them is dream and the other one is hope <laughs> yeah hey a dream without action is just a dream but you know, and, and I guess the other one is faith. You you gotta have faith. You gotta have faith that oh. it's gonna work. Yes. You know, it's gonna yeah. work. And and uh that's what I think gets us up every morning. And that's I think that's what keeps us on the, the road, on the mission that we're on with respect to our podcast. Agreed, Doc. Agreed. Hey, look. Well, I I'm looking forward to us circling back. And, and Jay, man, you got to get us hooked up, brother, on a more frequent basis. Yeah. I'm, I'm going um, to, yeah, I'm, I'm finishing up my second season and I'm going to go back to it and say, I got to put Steph B in there, man. Somewhere you got to be in that second season. Doc, I, I appreciate that. And, and look, I, I, for those of you listening, I, I calling him Doc is not, and you may have heard this earlier. It, it's not just some term of affection. This is Doctor Leroy T. Brady. So, thank you very put much. Put that respect on the name. <laughs> well, I say you 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 can call me whatever you want, but just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> Here it is. Olas Media presents Reason 55. Olas Media.